Hey, this is Sean Mandoli, and I'm the pastor of Sanctuary LA, and you're listening to our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I hope this message encourages and inspires you. Remember to follow us on social media at My Sanctuary LA and enjoy the message. I'm going to open up in prayer here in a moment. Um, but sometimes, you know, Mother's Day can, can come with mixed emotions uh, because of maybe those relationships are no longer there or um, maybe it wasn't the best of relationships. Um, but what I wanted to do as the pastor of this community is spend some time in the word honoring moms, um, period. Somebody say amen. Because uh, it's important in our culture and in our day that I believe honors something that is lost. Can I, can I get an amen from somebody out there? That, that honor is powerful. It's from God. The Bible says to honor your father and mother. Uh, not mother, but mother. Uh, honor your, uh, your mother and your father. It is one of the Ten Commandments, but we don't, in Christ, don't do it because it's a commandment. We do it because the Christ in us desires to honor. Somebody say amen. So I wanted to make sure we as a community use this as an opportunity, obviously, to bless the moms in the room and whatever moms are listening to the podcast. But this message is literally for moms. So if you aren't a mom, hopefully you'll learn something, too. But this is for moms. Special word for a special day. And um, and I believe you can take these principles and all that for yourself. But I really want to spend time in us as a community to truly honor mothers. Amen. I got an amen from one deacon on the front row. At least I got Deacon John on my side up in here. Um, but let's, let, let's pray here, and then we're going to turn to Proverbs chapter 30, verse 11. All right? And, and then we got some special gifts for all the moms out there, uh, special treats for you, and a special gift for every mother on your way out. Please get that. All right? And we have a special little photo booth here that you can take pictures and stuff with your families. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, God, and we just thank you, uh, Lord, for honor. We thank you, God, that all glory and honor belong to you, that you created this thing called honor, and that we are to exchange honor. We are to give honor, to place value, to put weight on, on, on people and, and, and specific people and in their, in, in their positions Um, specifically mothers today. God, I thank you that as we place value on mothers, that we will reap the greatness and the reward and the benefit that is attached to honoring our mothers. And we just pray right now, Lord, that we just have a blessed day today. After we get in this word, and Lord, I just pray you heal and restore and touch moms and those connected with them in relationship with them. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said amen. Amen. All right, here we go. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 11. It's in my uh, notes on the app, so you can can look at it right there. It's going to be up here on the screens. But check this out. There is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. So I want to bless the moms here. All right, we want to bless the mothers. And bless, it's an interesting word. Bless is a word that's mostly used for worship to God. It's, it's a Hebrew word, barak. You spell B-A-R-A-K, barak. 
It means to kneel or to bow down. So most times in the word, or a lot of times, when it's using this Hebrew word, it's, it's, it, it means to bless the Lord. So it's a heavy word. It's got some weight behind it. All right? And so when it says that there's a generation that doesn't bless their mother, they don't bless their mother. And you might say, man, I had some tough times with my mom. Or, you know, I don't, it, it was hard to do. I understand I'm not taking away uh, maybe from things that weren't done right. But there is a generation, the Bible says, that doesn't bless their mother and, and a generation that curses their father. So we as a church, we're going to bless the mothers in here. Somebody say amen. It means to kneel. It means to abundantly bless. That's what it means. When you talk about blessing your mom, mom or blessing mothers, or it says that a generation won't do this. They won't abundantly bless their mothers. They won't actually. That's what it means. Actually blessed. It means to congratulate or celebrate their mothers. Anybody ever been in an argument with your mother? My mom's on the front row today, so I'm not going to raise my hand. She said, good choice. But I have been in an argument or two with my mama. Mama says, have you, have you ever had an argument with your children? Come on, moms. No? You're like, no, because I set them straight quick, right? But I understand the complexity of relationships at times. And, 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 but we're going we're gonna to choose to honor. And honor just means to bless. It means, you know the scripture, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless his holy name. We were just singing a little bit of that, right? That's what it means. It means Barak, to kneel. And so to place value. So we, are, as a community, we as a people, we want to be people that bless our mothers. Look at your neighbor and say, bless your mama. All right? And if you're a mother, look at somebody and tell them, you better bless me now. You better bless me. It's in the Bible. Come on. Come on, mamas. Look at somebody and say, you better bless me. Because you are a mama. You are worthy to be blessed. You carried that baby around for nine months. D didn't charge him a penny. I mean, you did. I was free. You got to gotta come out the womb in debt. They owe already. Come on, somebody. Come on now. I know you might have, you, you, you might have had a rough relationship with your mom. It might have one right now. Might be a little tension there. But she carried you for nine months. She didn't have to do that. Well, maybe she did, but she, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about her old body changes after that. I know what I'm talking about. I got a third one on the way. I didn't carry nothing. Pregnancy hard, Pastor Sean? Oh, yeah, it's difficult, man. It's, I get tired. You know what I'm saying? My emotions are all over the place. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Come on, somebody say, honor your mama. If we just start with that, she carried you in her womb, life giver, brought you into the earth. My goodness, that is worth honor all by itself. Right there, honor. You are here because of her. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Look at this. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14. This scripture right here, God really spoke this scripture to me about moms. And I'm just going to stay right here. We're just going to camp out right here. We're just going to look at this right here. And, and it's talking to the church. It's talking to the community of believers. But, but this is really for moms today. And we can all get a little something from it. But check this out. Now we exhort you, brethren. But I'm going to say it this way. Now we exhort you, moms. Warn those who are unruly. Thank God for moms. Anybody ever been warned by your mama? <laughs> 
Mamas, have you ever had to warn your children? Come on, talk to me here. I know it's Mother's Day. Lighten up here, okay? We got, we got cupcakes and stuff out there afterwards. Come on. But now we exhort you, brethren. We exhort you, moms. Warn those who are unruly. Comfort the faint-hearted. Uphold the weak. Be patient with all. First Thessalonians 5.14. I'm going to read that, and then we're going to just look at some points here. But now we exhort you, brethren, mothers, warn those who are unruly, out of order. We need mamas to, to help us stay in order. Come on now. I mean, could you imagine this world, man, we need Christ Jesus. But could you imagine if there were no mamas, how crazy this world would be? Do you realize what mamas do? Anybody ever had to be put in check by your mama? Raise your hand. Yeah, somebody, are you, at the moment, maybe you hated it, but is anybody maybe a little older, maybe a little more seasoned now, you're like, man, I'm thankful that my mama checked me. Yeah, a little spattering, amen, yes. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. So every single point here is literally a thank you note to every mom in here. I'm going to read the first one. Thank you, mom. Mom, my mom's on the front row. Mom, this is for you. Thank you, mom, for correcting us when we need it. Somebody say amen. <laughs> I think there's just something about a mom that just knows how to do that just right. You can be big and bad and tough if you're, if you're a man in here, but then when your mama checks you, you're like, you listen, hopefully. But that's what it says. It says, warn those who are unruly. What does that word warn mean? This is what I'm saying. Moms, thank you for correcting us when we need it. Thank you, mothers, for correcting us when we need it. That word warn means to counsel. It means to admonish through instruction, to exhort, to put positive pressure on, to warn. Thank you, mom, for correcting us when we need it. Somebody in here, find a mom in here and say, thank you. Come on, tell them. Find a mom. Look at a mom and say, thank you for correcting us when we need it. I'm here to tell you. And that word, you know, and I, need, I just want to encourage you moms. Um, we need you to correct us. Goodness, no amens this morning. We need mamas to correct us. We need mamas to talk to us, even grown as I am. My mom is probably aggravated right now. I'll be out that my shirt is not tucked in. But I'm grown now, and I can do whatever I want now. But thank you, mom, for caring for how I look. Thank you. All right? We need mom. I want to encourage you moms. Keep correcting us, please. Because um, even us grown ones can get stupid sometimes. And moms have a way of kind of finding that thing that we really need to be told. And I'm here to tell you, mom, sometimes you may not feel invited. It's okay. You're a mom. You can do that. Speaking the truth in love. We need mamas to speak to us. Because I'm here to tell you right now, she's not going to be here forever. Get it while you can. Yes, it's quiet. I know. It's okay. This, 
you know. Um, but, but I just want to encourage you moms. We need that. We need your voice of correction. You know, unruly. It says to, to, to warn those, to counsel those, to admonish those through instruction that are unruly. And I know your sweet little angel mama sometimes is unruly. Can I get an amen? All right. Unruly means it, it means out of line, disorderly, out of order. We need mamas to help us get back in line. Am I the only one getting something out of this this morning? All right. Thank you. Thank you, mama. That's obviously a mom talking to you. I keep telling us what, keep telling us what we can do because her kids are in the building, right? But thank you. Thank you. Keep doing it. And you might say, well, Pastor Sean, I need to kind of work on how I do it. That's fine. Work on it. Pray before you do it. But do it, please. Because even if your, your son, your daughter is doing well and following the Lord or whatever, and they're like, man, they're really good kids, I know. But they're going to need mama's correction sooner or later. They're going to need it. They're going to need it along the way. All right. And there's just certain things in our home that my mom, my mom, my children's mom uh, um, has kind of brought into the house. Now, these aren't like commandments or necessarily right. But there's certain words that we have chosen to use and not use in our house. And I'll be honest with you. Some of these words have just come from my my wife. And, and there's just certain things that when we call our children's names. There's, you know, there's certain things that my mom is, my, my wife, my wife has brought into our home that, 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 that we are training our children on how to respond when somebody calls their name. And because and, and, and they, have, they have had a habit or, and just, just maybe not knowing just when we say, hey, Nico. And, and he goes, what? We're like, no, we don't say that, Nico. We say, yes, mama, right? And yes, and so we try to get Nico, What? No, no, yes, dada. Nico, huh? No, yes, dada. Why? Because it's, a, it's creating a culture of honor. And it's not about mom or dada saying it, anybody saying it. That when anybody calls your name, you don't say, what? Right? And, and so I know those aren't, those aren't like Bible rules, but the, the heart of it is honor. That when anybody says your name, you don't go, what? All right, we're still working on it. But that's something that my wife has brought. That, that language is, is, is key and paramount to our house. You know? Yes, mama. Yes, dada. Yes. Thank you. Please. You know? Um, honor. And, and I have, I'll be honest with you here. I, I really, in my house, I have two rules. It's two rules. And rule number one is honor your mother. And I know the Bible says honor your father and mother, but I'm going to share this. This is in my notes. I'm just sharing out of my heart here. And the reason why that is a rule in my house is because I want our children to know that if you honor her, you're honoring me. You, you, and, and if you honor her, and then I'm teaching them that I live for the honor of my wife. So if you honor her, we're going to be okay. And you can come and you can talk to me and we're, we're going to work it out. But that's one thing you don't do is do that to her. That's when there's a problem. Somebody say Amen. Somebody say honor. The other rule is thou shalt not lie. <laughs> I have two rules. Honor your mama. And no lying. 
Two rules. And those rules, and it's not because it's a commandment. Why is lying so bad? I'm just sharing out of my heart here. Why is lying so bad? Number one, because it breaks God's heart and your relationship with him, and it breaks the relationship you have with other people. It's always about people. The big thing is what it does to people. It's not that it is inherently wrong necessarily. It's that it affects somebody. And when our kids mess up, we always say, how did that make them feel? I don't want them to go, it's wrong. No, not just that it's wrong. Look what it did to that person. It's about the person. It's not that it's wrong. It's like, I don't want to give them the law. I want to, I want to give them relationship. And everything you do is in the context of relationship. It's not that it was wrong. It's that you just affected somebody. You realize G is crying right now because of what you did. Nico. Honor. It's relationship. Relationship with God. It breaks the heart of God. How does Jesus feel when you do that? How does God feel when you act like that? Somebody say amen. amen. Thank you, Mom, for correcting us when we need it. Here's the next one. Thank you, Mom, for providing us. This is for the moms today. Thank you, Mom, for providing us with emotional support and strength. That's what it says here. Warn those who are unruly, but comfort the faint-hearted and uphold the weak. That's what moms do. I heard one preacher say, Mom's... Um, solve emotional problems. Something about a mom that, as my wife said, that only can come from a mom. There's certain things I bring to my home as a father, but there's certain things I just can't. I just, I can't. I'm, I do my part, but there's something that my, that my wife brings, that my, the mother of my children bring. And I want to say this again. Thank you, mom. Thank you, mothers in here for providing us with emotional support and strength. And I just want to break down this, these, these words here. It says, comfort the faint-hearted. This is what moms do for us, everybody. This is why we honor them, because they encourage. This is what it means, comfort in the Greek. It means encourage, to console. It means to cheer someone up by soothing speech. Moms just have a way of having to cheer other people up with soothing speech with a personal touch. That's literally what this word means. It means comforting that shows sympathy. So it says comfort the faint-hearted. Moms have a way of comforting us, comforting our faint-heartedness, comforting us. Thank you, Mom, for providing us with emotional support and strength to comfort the faint-hearted. Faint-hearted means this. It really means, in the Greek, it means to have, it comes from two words. It means small soul so, or, or an undeveloped soul or lacking identity and individuality. So mothers are the ones that comfort the faint-hearted or encourage and cheer up those that are developing their soul. It's amazing that um, I asked my my wife, I said, what are you thankful for about your mother? And um, she's just like, man, uh, you know, just how much she's given to her family and sown and the prayers and just the involvement and the nurturing and the just there. And like my wife was saying, even this morning, like how wow, her whole reference of being a mother is her mom. And mothers... We need your comfort because it creates in us 
a healthy perspective of life. It, it says to comfort the faint-hearted or to comfort the undeveloped soul. That a mother's comfort actually does something on the inside of our children. That it creates this, develops, this is to, to, the, the lack of identity. Faint-hearted means the lack of identity or individuality that a mother can really um, solidify identity and individuality in people. So mother's comfort is powerful. It shapes us. So thank you, mothers, for providing us with emotional support and strength. Here's the other one. It says uphold the weak. It says that our mothers uphold our, our, to hold on to firmly, to care for, to support, um, to, to support and care for. Uh, they bring um, that, those times when we lack, when we live in a state of depletion in our soul, when we lack the necessary, necessary, necessary resources inside of us, that mothers do that. Hallelujah. Here's the next one. Here's the next one. Thank you, Mom, for being so patient with us. All right? What's <laughs> Thank you. for Like my wife was saying, when she got home, when I, when I was, she called me that night. I was working late or whatever. She's like, you need to come and get these children. So thank you, Mama, for being patient with my babies. But thank you for being so patient with us. It says, you know, in the scripture, in 1 Thessalonians, it says, uh, warn those who are unruly. Comfort the faint-hearted. Uphold the weak. Be patient with all. Mothers, thank you for your patience. And that word patient means refusing to retaliate with anger, as my wife did. Somebody say amen. <laughs> that she, had, she was like, I love you, children. She, she was patient. She's like, I love my children. And she said she felt like throwing them out, but she loves her children. She had feelings of, you know, you know, pushing her, you know, to her limits. So thank you, mamas, for being patient with us. It means to be long-tempered, all right? Refusing to retaliate with anger. Thank you for being patient with us, all right? And you might say, man, I'm working on my patience, Pastor Sean. You mamas in here. I, I haven't been the best with my patience. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, you have a grace. You're more patient than you realize. All right? That's why God gave you your babies, because he knew you would be patient with them. Because if they were mothered by anybody else, they'd be dead by now. <laughs> Somebody say amen. You, you say, why did, you know, God, God trusts you. He gave you those babies, right? He gave you those one, that one. Come on, somebody, he gave you that one. That, you, you're like, man, why, why so-and-so babies just acting right all the time? They ain't acting right. They just put that on outside. Come on, somebody. Come on, they just acting cute, you know? But come on now. Kids are kids. Come on, mama, say amen. You're doing better than you realize. You're more patient than you realize. You got a lot more going on. You are patient. I said, you are patient. It's the daddies that need to work on our patience. I'm not speaking for myself. I need to work on my patience. My wife is patient. We had a situation um, in the parking lot of the mall last night, and somebody stole my parking spot right in front of me. Like, for real. Okay, I'm going to vent, okay, because this is family, and we're Mother's Day, right? I'm just venting to my mom right now. She's going to give me some emotional support and strength. It's right on the front row. I'm serious. We pulled up, had the blinker on. Somebody say amen. 
I was doing the right thing. I was doing the right thing. I'm a pastor. I, I stopped in the middle. I had blinkers on. And somebody just, whoo, and I was like, ah. I pulled up, put my hand out the window. I was like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. He, he, was, he would not look at me. Excuse me, sir. What, three times? Excuse me, sir. That was my parking space. Anybody been there? I didn't cuss. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Did I think it? I'm not going to talk about that because it's washed in the blood of Jesus. But we're going to talk about what Jesus did. <laughs> He's going to get the glory. Excuse me, sir. That was my parking, I was, that was my parking space. And then he just, he, honestly, I'm not, he got out of his car and finally looked at me. And he literally mumbled to me. Help me, Jesus. And I, I, did, I did the right thing. I said, you know what? I was like, you can have that space, but I just want you to know that it was mine. And the lady driving, did, she got out the car and walked the other way. Like, I didn't threaten anybody, but anybody better test it with your patience. But we pulled away. My wife was like, you did amazing. <laughs> I was like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean I did? Like, to, tell me exactly. Well, she's like, you talked to them. You told them. But you, you know, you held your composure. Did, did I do okay? Did I do okay? Did all right. I sowed it as a seed. I'm going to reap a harvest. Come on, somebody. Say amen, somebody. Come on now. Somebody say patience. En español, paciencia. Necesito más paciencia. Sí. <laughs> Necesitamos más paciencia. Amen. Somebody say amen. Anybody need some more patience? That's what mothers are for. You don't need to be patient. Your mom's supposed to be patient. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. Mothers are patient. I'm telling you, even with our kids at times, I mean, my wife helps me out because she just, she got the patience. She got that, she got that. I don't got that fruit just yet. I'm working on it. I did well yesterday, though. I'm just here to celebrate what Jesus did. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. What was my first point? Come on, talk to me. First point. First thank you to moms. Let's say it. Say it together. The first thank you. Everybody say thank you, mom, thank you, mom. for correcting us when we need it. What's the second one? Let's say it together. All right. So everybody say thank you, mom for providing us with emotional support and strength. Okay, next one. What's the next one? Here we go. Everybody say, thank you, mom, for being so patient with us. All right. Moses, did you say it? Okay, I just, yes, okay. Because I know your mama's been patient, brother. I know she's been patient. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last scripture, and then you guys could go and try to eat at some crazy restaurant right now. Or go home and just chill. All right, Proverbs chapter 31, verse 1. Let's go there, and we're going we're gonna to close with this verse, and then I got one more point, okay? And that's it. So Proverbs chapter 31, this is Proverbs 31. My wife is a Proverbs 31 wife. Somebody say amen. amen. If you're a husband in here, say that with me. Say, my wife is Proverbs 31. All right, you guys need to say it. Come on, let's say it again. All the men in here say, my wife, my wife. 
It's Proverbs 31. That's right. Okay. This is verse 1, yeah. But here we go. As the worship team comes forward. Proverbs 31, verse 1. It says, The words of King Lemuel, the utterance which his mother taught him. Which his mother taught him. Sometimes when we look at Proverbs 31, maybe a little different, or maybe we're not quite aware that Proverbs 31 is, is a, an amazing scripture about what a virtuous woman is. What a virtuous woman is. Okay? In verse 10, and I, this isn't going to be up there, but I just want to read this, and if you've if you got your Bibles open, Proverbs 31, verse 10, it says, who can, a virtuous, who can find a virtuous wife? This is a mom talking to her son about herself. I'm going to say it again. This is a mom talking to her son of who he needs to find. This, this, this Proverbs 31, a virtuous, a good woman that is, that is explicitly written out in Scripture is from the viewpoint of a mother's perspective of what her boy should look for. And I'm just going to read a few of them here. But who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. His mom knew what she was worth. She was that. She wasn't boasting, but she knew her worth. And I'm here to tell you right now that, that a virtuous woman in Scripture, it is hard to find. But I'm here to tell you, married men here, you found one. Yes, you did. I said you found one who can find a virtuous wife for her worth, worth, value is far above rubies. She is talking to her son about what to look for. Her reference was herself. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. You know what she was saying? My husband, trust me. That's the kind of woman you want, Lemuel. My husband, trust me. All right? The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. I've been good to my husband. That's what she's saying. I've been good to my husband. Let me, you need to find somebody that's been good to you. Been good to my husband. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She's like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. My homegirl is busy. She also rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. Far above rubies. We got some virtuous women in here. She considers her field and buys it. She knows how to work with money. She took Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace Connect Group, with Pastor Sean. Somebody say amen. From her profits. She knows how to make money. Come on now. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Don't be intimidated by the greatness of your wife and what she's doing. Be encouraged by it, man, that she actually said yes to you. Like, all right, God is good. Okay. Come on, somebody say amen. We, us husbands, we got to wake up in the morning and be like, man, I'm just thankful she said yes. My goodness. 
10, I'm 10 years, 10 years this month. My goodness, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. 10 years, and I'm loving it. It ain't perfect. She's working on some stuff, you know? No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm just playing. Stop, I'm just playing. I'm thankful. I'm telling you right now, I'm thankful. She's, she's worth more than rubies. Far above. My goodness, I'm thankful. Thank you for listening to the message. If you've been encouraged and inspired, give us a great review and share it with a friend today. Also, if you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our powerful weekend gatherings. For more info and directions, follow us at My Sanctuary LA. Be blessed.